I'm rocking with the best. Who's the boss? He's shown us knocking out the competition. The kick ass podcast that make you want to listen. The place where boxing fans and fighters rejoice. Thumbs up for Richie. You're listening to the fighter's voice. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Fighter's Voice Kick-Ass Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Ortiz, and we got a great show for you this evening. With us by way of Zoom, we got co-host, Dog Boxer Eric. And our guest tonight is the one and only Mr. Robert Garcia. But he does need a proper introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, making his television debut, the one, the only, they call him the Baby Bear. Along with the world, former world champion, future Hall of Famer, trainer Robert Garcia from Robert Garcia's Boxing Academy. Welcome to the show, guys. Hey, thanks, Richard. Thanks for having us, bro. Hey, I, I just had to get that introduction out of the way. I, I, I didn't even plan that, but we got to have the baby bear on there. Give it a thumbs up. Give it a thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, bear. Right on. Hey, Eric, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, brother. How's everything been, man? Everything's good. Uh, first of all, I appreciate you moving some things around and being able to to uh, make this show because you knew it was going to be fun. And, 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 and this, you know, really needed to happen. I heard Robert was going to be on. I said, you know what? Let's cancel everything. Let's make sure that I'm on the show. Make sure it's good. Go. That's right, Eric. That's what to do it. Robert, let's cut right to it, man. I mean, you're about once again to just take over the boxing world, not not just a, a, as a trainer, but um, you know, you just have that eye for talent, man. And let's talk about those who don't know. You know, tell us about Robert Garcia's Boxing Academy. Well, you know, we uh, obviously we have a lot of professional fighters who who uh, who are already, you know, some are world champions, some are ranked in the in the you know, in the, in, in the top 10 in the world, some could be pound for pound or some of the best fighters in the world. So we got all that, but we also have, you know, the, the beginners, you know, we start, uh, we start from, from the amateurs to the pros. Uh, we have around a hundred kids that comes to the gym daily to, uh, to get a good, good workout. And those are the ones that in the future could be, uh, could be headlining, you know, some of those big cards. So, so, you know, that's, you know, it's, it's not just, uh, a training camp for professional fighters it's also it's also a training camp uh where we we make the champions we we make them from the beginning you know uh quite a few of my world champions have been champions that i that i started from the amateurs to the to the pro debut to eventually become world champions so i think that's that's uh, that's what makes makes it a little more exciting there when we get them from the beginning Tag in. Tag in. Robert, I know you got to get some rest. Who, who who runs that? Who runs the 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 amateur workouts for the young right guys? Right now, my, my son Pita, Pita, Chepe, and Art. Those are the three that are running the amateur program, and uh, and myself. Uh, you know, I'm also there in the evenings with some of those kids. Uh, we have uh, we're actually planning on starting a a a training camp. Uh, oh my God! Sorry, guys. <laughs> Oh, we're, he, we're took a, he took a good a shot to the chin camp, there. Uh, we're, we're starting a training camp, uh, hopefully by next month, where where we could get some of uh, some of some people from around the country, wherever they want to come in, to do like a five week uh, training camp with with uh, with us and all of our uh, professional fighters, you know, together. That way they could get the experience of 
of training and uh, and uh, eating and you know running, sleeping, everything with with all of my uh, you know the way a world champion does it. When when, when is that going to take sorry, place? Guys. No problem. I'm going into the house. Sorry, Mama. I'm just going to get into the room. Okay. Outdoors, outside, it was outside and there was there was some noise. Hey, Eric, we 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 should join that training camp, man. Let's do it, man. I, I can drop some weight right now. <laughs> you know what? It is gonna be. You know, we're gonna do. We're gonna start doing it. Uh, we're planning on doing it. Uh, the month of November. So we'll have more more information in in, in you know in the next few days. My uh, my son and Chip are the ones uh, organizing all that. And uh, you know, it, I'll be involved too. You know, it, it's gonna be a uh, I believe a five week training camp. Five week training camp. Robert, when, when do you, yes, when do you, are. what's your schedule like, man, from waking up to, to going to sleep? Because pe people think you never sleep. They constantly see you working with different fighters. They'll see you on a Friday in Texas, on a Saturday you're in Las Vegas. You may be in the UK, and then uh, you'll, you'll post a picture that you're finally taking a little vacation with the family. I mean, what's it like being Robert Garcia waking up in the morning? Well, look, uh, we, we, we get up early, you know, obviously, you know, right now with, uh, with with all the fighters that we got lined up to fight uh, uh, next month, uh, we're gonna have quite a few fighters uh, on the uh, on the card, uh, the top ranked card in in San Diego, uh, October fifteenth. So so we're pretty busy, you know. We start off training uh, the workouts in the gym. We start at twelve, and uh, we don't finish till like eight. You know, Mikey starts at six and finishes like at eight eight thirty. And then when I get home at nights, you know, I I watch yeah. I watch videos, I watch uh, fights, you know, our opponents. I study some of my fights. I'm on the phone. I'm on the phone working on 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 matching other fights because you know we we just got so many fighters that uh, that I'm you know I'm always on the phone matching some of my guys. We have uh, quite a few of my guys fighting uh, uh, October 29 in Mexico. So you know, just booking fights and uh, and uh, in the gym training. You know, the 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 little time that I get, spend time at home. You know, it's either gonna be with Bear, my my kids, my my wife, and uh, enjoy as much as I can, bro. Hey, 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 living the life. You know, doing what you love. Eric, listen, listening to that, and, and you know, this man's constantly on the grind, as as you are. Well, what's your, you know, what's your connection with Robert? Because some people see you working events together. Some people see you hanging out together. And a lot of people want to really want to know, well, what's your connection and what's your thoughts the way Robert's running uh, the academy? And now you hear that he's even working with the younger kids now and, and getting ready to invite people from all over the world. Even all the way back to Oxnard, he's always worked with all the kids. So that was one of the programs that I always looked up to. Uh, that's what wanted, that's what made me really want to start my program up in Northern California was kind of watching the way that he was doing his thing down there. Um, Robert Cataglia, man, I've been a fan of his since day one. And, and you know, through, through the years, we, we had mutual connections of different, you know, different fighters and whatnot. But he fought a really good friend of mine that uh, just ended up taking Robert's side on it. And that started the friendship, I think, from back then. And we just kind of rolled from there. And then the more he was up in Northern California, the more we would meet up a lot. And, uh, you know, just I know how busy he is. I know how, 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 how crazy the gym can get at times. So he always knows, you know, if I'm only a phone call away and boom, I'm, I'll, I'll do some corners with him here and there and whatnot. But, you know, he's a busy guy and I definitely know that. So 
when uh, when you get a text from him, you're, you're you're quick to answer, really quick to see what's going on. And sometimes it's funny stuff, sometimes it's business, so it just all depends. So you, yeah. you know you're, you're going to be there uh, October 16, right? I'll be there October 16, <laughs> Fresno. <laughs> Well, yeah. well, see, Eric, you're the, you're the fortunate one, I mean, because at least you get a random text, you know what I mean? I go, well, Robert always returns my text. I'll say, good morning, sir. How you doing? And he'll say, hey, what's up, bro? How's everything going? So I do appreciate that. And Robert, I do know you're busy, man. Nah, definitely, bro. You guys have always been good people to me, you know, and uh, and uh, definitely I, I want you guys to feel the same way about me because, uh, you know, I, 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 I appreciate good people like you guys. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. I mean, since 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 the very beginning of when me and Robert really just started doing a lot of things in on on the in the ring and whatnot, he, he's he's always been a very humble person, and I've told that to many many people. Uh, you know, Robert's just a really humble guy, and it takes them to meet him to understand what I mean when I say he's a very humble guy. You know, uh, I I think the first time uh, we were out in Fresno, um, I, you didn't even have Ramirez yet. I think we were there for Alex. Uh, yeah, when, when the nail was just starting up, and yeah. uh, I remember that. I'll tell you a story about that too. When yeah. you're done, yeah, everybody wanted to take photos with Robert, and we were going back and forth from the back to the front, from the back to the front. We were trying to watch the fights, and Robert would not say no to anybody. It was picture after picture after picture after picture, and I was like, "Yeah, Robert, let's just go, let's grab a beer, and let's just go sit down, man." And then it, it took Lee Sanders to go and sit us down to finally sit down. But, but yeah, he's just a really humble guy, and a lot of people don't realize that until they meet him. Well, I'll tell you a quick story, man. I mean, this is how raw I was and, and how I how green I was. I, Robert was there in Fresno working the corner, and I see him, and I, and I said, oh, shit, that's Robert Garcia. So I didn't even wait for the fight to end or nothing. When Robert was sitting there in the corner yelling instructions, I go and tap him on the shoulder, and I said, hey, when you dunk, can we do an interview? And Robert turned around and goes, hey, yeah, bro, yeah. But 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 kind of that looked like brother, I'm I'm working right now. But he was still so kind. <laughs> this is this is real taught. I tapped him on the shoulder. He had his, his cornerman's jacket on. I said, brother, when you're done, can we do an interview? He, uh, yeah, brother. He goes, yeah. But you know, he was kind of telling me like, yeah, brother, but I'm I'm hey, I'm working right now. But I noticed him hey, in you Fresno. Know, now that you say that, there's been it's, it's you know some funny some funny things happen in boxing, and uh, I've been uh, I've been in the middle of fights, you know. You know, uh, for example, uh, you know, our, uh, the, when we were in the bubble with Jose Ramirez fighting uh, uh, Postol. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of friends, people in boxing, they, you know, they got my number, obviously. So so during the fight, during the fight, I, I'm getting a lot of phone calls and uh, and uh, text messages. And obviously, I'm not going to I'm not going to answer the phone or anything. But after the fight, I get I I see all my messages and and phone calls, and some of the messages were were to to tell us, you know, what the other corner was telling Postol, you know, hey, you guys got to watch out for that for that jab, you know, they're telling them to throw that jab, you know, stuff like that, you know, and we're not gonna I'm not gonna be, you know, looking into my phone, so that's not gonna work, cause you know, obviously I'm not gonna waste my time looking at the phone, you know, during during a, a, a championship fight or any other fight, but uh. But I do get, you know, people, people do, you know, and, and, and they do it in the good, in, you know, in, in good faith, you know, they want, they want to help out, they want to be part of it. And, uh, but, it, you know, it's funny at the end, and I'm, I'm, you know, I start laughing because it's, it's, it's funny that, you know, you know, they might expect me to, to get in, you know, to be watching my phone and, and answering their messages. 
But, uh, but you know, it, it just makes me feel good, you know, that people actually got our back. Hey, they're thinking about you. And actually, one of the text messages was probably Eric. I was just going to say, I'm going to make a note to stop doing that shit now. <laughs> it's all good, and he's saying, answer the phone, cabron. Come on, we're going to win. I'm like, hey, bro, your hat's crooked. Fix it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, well, Robert, you, you, you know what stuck out in my mind, and I'm going to talk about a fight, but I'm going to talk about your actions after the fight. I, I want to talk a little bit about a, a top-ranked fighter, um, prospect slash contender, undefeated, uh, from Stockton, California. He, he took his first loss in, in the ring, and you went out of your way when he was walking to give him a hug, and, and, and you told him something. What, what advice did, did you offer young Gabriel Flores Jr.? during that time and, and what were your you know, thoughts on, you know on the whole fight little gabe and, and his dad they've always been good people to me you know they uh they've shown me nothing but respect they come to my gym they get some rounds and sparring with some of my guys and they've always always showed showed us my dad my team uh nothing but respect so you know it hurt me you know to see him uh lose the way he did it was it was a tough a tough uh, loss uh, for him and 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 for his dad, you know, he got a lot of a lot of people just you know just uh, uh, talking shit, you know, because he should have stopped the fight, whatever, you know. People were just going going at him, and and it was sad also to see some people around uh, ringside uh, that were actually happy happy to see him lose like that, you know. Uh, That's so classless. It, it 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 sucks, you know, to see something, you know, the kids. You know they they go in the ring risking their lives and 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 to see people actually smiling and happy about it it, it just didn't make me feel good about you know about the sport because it it sucks you know a young kid you know that that uh that has been doing this his whole life they have a you know he has a dream he he wants to accomplish it and then you know he gets in there with you know a a, a, a very tough kid you know nothing you know we can't take anything away yeah. uh from the kid you know that beat him but uh but you know, it was just uh, uh, to, it was tough to see Gabe lose like that. So I, I, you know, I, I told him, look, I think this is gonna make you stronger. This is gonna make you a better fighter. You know, keep your head up. Don't, don't, don't give up. Uh, you know, just push yourself a little bit harder. But yeah, this, this, this should, uh, this, this last should actually help you because I think some fighters sometimes they, uh, I don't, nobody wants to lose. But sometimes a loss does help them. You know, so, you know, after, you know, you're undefeated 15 20 25 and no and then comes a day where where you might think you're unbeatable sometimes sometimes you do your 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 mentality does change maybe 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 uh since you think you're unbeatable uh you feel that everybody's gonna be easy maybe you don't train as hard maybe you're gonna take a fight a fight when you might you might have been a little sick the week of the fight but you think it's gonna be so it's gonna be an easy fight that you think that you think uh, you're gonna have no problems, and you still take it, and then you learn. You learn from from you know from those guys that come, you know those kids from Mexico. Those, those, those kids are tough, man. They mm -hmm. keep coming, especially when they know they're going in there against a good prospect, a uh, a kid that's already ranked in the world, a kid that that everybody's thinking could be a world champion. Well, for them, you know, they, they train like like never before because they know a win is just gonna make get them to a better fight. So, so those are the tough ones, man. And uh, I know uh, Gabe will come back stronger. He's uh, he's a great kid. He's he's dedicated and uh, he's focused. And uh, this wasn't his night, but I know he'll come back stronger. 
Eric, we're, we're close to, to both of the floors as father and son. What, what, were, you, what were your emotions at, after the fight or during the fight? It, it was tough to watch. I mean, I knew Gabriel wasn't hurt. I could tell right off the bat he wasn't hurt. He, he got winded, and that's where the mistakes started happening. But he wasn't hurt. And I think for senior, nobody nobody's ever going to understand a father-son duo more than a father and son. It, it, I know it hurts senior watching it happen. Yeah. But the fighter's going to tell the coach, what, what the trainer, what he can do. And, yeah, everybody's talking shit on senior, saying, oh, I should have stopped, I should have stopped. But he knew what Gabe was capable of doing. And Gabe's heart was in it. It was difficult to watch that whole, you know, conversation that they had where Gabe got up and just didn't want to hear it and whatnot. I mean, that that hurt. That's 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 hurtful because you know the relationship between them and you know Senior just doesn't want it to keep going. But yeah. he knows that it can, it, you know, anything can happen. But Gabe's heart was in it hundred percent. And like Rob said, you know, like Rob says, this is this is just a learning curve for him at this point. You know, uh, I mean. He's hometown hero for us, you know. So for yeah. for that loss to come through, shit, I got people talking shit in my DMs. I got people saying, "Where was your boy at? You know, what were they doing?" And it's yeah. like, you know, my boys are in the ring, you know, putting their life on the line. What are you doing? You're just watching it from afar, not really, not really knowing what the hell's going on. Well, I post- you know, nobody knows. No, no, go, no, no. Go ahead. You, you said, "What are they doing?" And I remember Gabriel said something uh, senior during a, uh, an interview with Ali Setback. He said, "These guys are probably at home eating chips, all fat and shit, and so forth." And yeah, I, 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 I posted that because let let the the shoe uh, the shoe fits wear it. And and most of the, most of these guys that, that are saying that, and half of it is press, and half of it are are haters from day one. Uh, they they were celebrating, and and that's sad because they don't look at the sport of boxing. It's not like losing a baseball game or a football. Game. The sport of boxing, you got two men out there trying to hurt each other. Yeah, yeah, and and I think a lot of the press that was given the bad press is all the people that wanted to see it happen. You know, yeah. wanted to see that first loss because they hate writing another win for Flores, another win for Flores. Yeah, this is how much closer he's going to get to that title fight. They hate writing that because they want to see him fail and they weren't having that. They weren't seeing that. They were just seeing him elevate and elevate. But like Robert says, some of these, you know, some of these TJ fighters aren't coming over here to play. No, no, they're, they're not. training and they're, no, they're not. because, you know, they're going to make a name for themselves one way or another. You know, even, even when we send, you know, sending fighters down, fighters down to Mexico and stuff, you know, you mentally prepare your fighters to understand, Hey, anything can happen. So be prepared, be ready. Well, you know, Robert said it best. You know, um, Eric, Robert, I didn't mean to cut you off. Robert said it best. He, he he's only going to get better. But w- what I do see, Robert, yeah. and 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 you can concur on this. I want your take back on this. Is not only is Junior going to come back better, I believe Senior is going to come back better. Hearing hearing this statement, what what what's your assessment on that? Look, bro, I'm I'm gonna give you a perfect example. And, okay. Uh, and it uh it it happened earlier in my career as a as a uh, as a trainer. Uh, and, and, you know, and, 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 and it, it could be a little bit different because, you know, uh, uh, Flores Sr. and Junior, they've been together their whole life. But uh, in this case with me, it kind of happened. It's kind of similar stuff with Margarito versus, uh, versus Pacquiao. Uh-huh. You know, I was with Margarito. I think that was barely my second fight with him. So 
you know, his his managers were in the corner with me, and 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 they they knew him better than 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 me, you know, because they know him since since his pro debut. So so they they were telling, no, no, we, you know, he, Margarito, you know, that's the way he is. He's still gonna keep going, you know. But I, we did get a lot of criticism saying that we should have stopped that fight and and we didn't stop it, and 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 I think we should have. I, you know, now that I'm now that I'm in, uh, you know, so with so much experience, I. If it would have been right now, I definitely would have stopped that fight. But then I was new in the team. You know, the managers knew him better than me. So, so you know, it, it, it wasn't going to be my decision. It was going to be their decision. And and honestly, Margarito would have never allowed it either. Just like Gabe uh, Jr. didn't allow his dad to stop it, yeah. you know, even though his dad wanted to. But, uh, but you know, I, you know, if we go back, do I think it's going to affect his... Uh, his career, I don't think so. I think I think the kid's just gonna get better, and and the dad's gonna is gonna learn a lot more. Also, yeah. it's gonna help him. It, it made me a better um, a better trainer. You know, being in, in, involved in one of those the hard tough decisions that that you can that you know that you have to make or don't make. Uh, you know, you learn a lot from that. So I think I think Gabe Senior is gonna learn a lot from that too. Well, Robert, do you think down the line Gabe would be someone that you would want to add to the table? Look, I, you know, I don't see one. One thing is, one loss doesn't mean you need to add somebody. I think that that's gonna learn too. You know, most of the time, you know, all all, all of his fights, all of his career, you know, knockouts, you know, the, you know that that you know, not too not too many fights ago where where he got a beautiful left hook knockout. You know, everybody was. You know, he was looking. He's looking really good. So nobody's saying anything about his about the trainer. Everybody, everybody's thinking they're doing a great job. So one loss doesn't mean that the kid needs a trainer. You know, uh, maybe sometimes it doesn't hurt to maybe be be in a gym where you're gonna get good competition, good sparring, make you better. But that doesn't mean you know it. it you know, the the kid's gonna need a new trainer. I think that his dad's been doing a great job. You know. You know that they, they were undefeated until you know his last fight, and one one bad fight doesn't mean the kid needs a new trainer. I think they're both gonna learn. They're both gonna get better, and I think eventually, I think they're both together. They could both you know win a world title. You know, because because uh, they, they 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 both work their ass off for it. You know, why why would somebody why would you know they need somebody else when I think they're just gonna get much better. Great question and, and great answer. Well, I'm telling you about someone that I'm really excited about, about somebody who's getting a new trainer, uh, um, connecting back with their trainer. And, and let's talk about the return of Saul Nino Rodriguez to Robert Boxing, uh, Robert Garcia's Boxing Academy, the return. How does that make you feel? Are you excited? Where do we start? And when can we see the collaboration once again? You know what? Uh, I, I, don't know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just gonna tell you guys. I can't see you guys. I don't know if you guys could see me, but you know. Yes, uh, we can. Okay, great. Yeah, okay. So, so, so check this out. So when uh, when Neno uh, decided to come back, he went to my dad. You know, because Neno and and uh, and his dad, they have so much respect for my father. So they went and talked to my dad, and my dad is one that called me and told me, look, Neno and his dad, they approached me. They uh, they're asking if they could come back and train with us. And I told him, of course, man. You know, we always, my, we always like Neno. Neno's a great kid, great person. My kids, you know, Pita, Payo, they, they, they love Neno. So I told my dad, of course, you know, he could come back. You know, uh, it, 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 
you know, I know that since he got released by top rank and, and, and he doesn't really have anybody to, to, uh, to back and he doesn't have a promotion to back him. So we're, we've been doing as much as we can, you know, we got him a fight the night before, uh, Mikey, I think it was Mikey, uh, Mikey versus, uh, versus, uh, Jesse Vargas. We got him a fight the, the night before where, where he won by knockout, like in the fourth or fifth round, which is a good comeback uh, win for him. But since we haven't been able to get him fights, like I'm telling you, he doesn't have a promoter and he's in the gym. He's always there training and sparring and ready to fight. But we get a lot of, uh, I get a lot of calls, you know, hey, do you got, do you have a, a lightweight to fight 10 rounds? And the first person I, I, I always offer is Neno. And everybody rejects those fights man and, and you know just today I'm, I'm not lying you know there was a there was a last night uh late at night i got a call do you have a 135 pounder ready to fight 10 rounds uh on the uh on the benavides uh card uh in arizona i believe november 13th i said of course i do i have uh saul neno rodriguez so they're like okay let me let me see if, if they'll if they uh if they'll uh, accept the fight Today, I get a text message saying they rejected the fight. So it's hard, man. It's hard, you know, for 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 us to get a fight for Nando because, you know, he was such a great prospect uh, before before he uh, he left uh, our, our camp and everybody thought he was going to be, you know, our next world champion and, and, and his record and, and, and the top of knockouts he always had. So... So they're still they're still worried about it. So I'm telling you, it has been so hard. There's been so many fights that we get uh, that we that 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 they just reject because they, they don't want to fight him. It's 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 pretty crazy. But you know, we're happy to have him back in the gym. He's a great kid, man. He's quiet. He he does everything we tell him to do. He'll spar even though he doesn't have a fight. He'll he'll help anybody get ready for their fights. So he's he's, he's in the gym every day, and and he's a great kid. Great, uh, great person. His dad, same thing. So, so we're 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 happy to have him back. That that sounds good, v- very good. I- I'm smiling because Eric, you started to smile because you've been in those meetings and and as an advisor, where hey, they'll offer a young prospect a big name. They're like, hey, hey, no, 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 Charlie, we're not ready for that. So we have to turn that one down. And that's out of respect, but 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 the the fighter himself, I mean, he needs to get some fights. Robert can tell you, I tried to match Nano recently and. I, I kept getting shot down. Nobody wanted to do it because they're scared. You know, Neno, Neno's, you know, he, he's still a force to be reckoned with. And, you know, he, he's one of those fighters that he, he's, he's, he's on that comeback trail of, you know, he, he's going to prove who he really is and whatnot. And, it, and it's just hard to get him back into that ring. So, yeah, you know, it, it's exciting to see him back, you know, definitely at the RGBA camp. Um, but, you know, hopefully, hopefully we can find him something pretty here pretty soon. Well, I tell you what I'm excited about, and, and a lot of other people are, are excited about this. And I always tell my stories of, of when I seen him sparring in, inside the gym. I mean, let's talk about the return of Mikey Garcia. Not only the return of Mikey Garcia, but in Fresno, California. It doesn't get any better than that. For me, I, you know me, Robert. I'm, I'm up and down. I'm excited. That's in my backyard, brother. I, come on. The whole week, I, I'm going to be in that mix somewhere. You know what, bro? Uh, for that, honestly, uh, we got. I got. I got to say it, and 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 you guys have to know, uh, Rick Morgan, bro. He he's been asking to do. He's been asking uh, for for an opportunity to do something for Mikey. And uh, and when this came up, you know, uh, 
we already had uh, the fight, and we were looking into uh, Texas. It was first going. It was first San Antonio. Then uh, it was almost a done deal to go to uh, Corpus Christi. But uh, Mikey has fought there before. Mikey's been has been there before. And uh, I told him, Mike, you've, ne you've never fought in, in Northern California. You know, it's central, but, you know, for us, we call it Northern, you know, for us, yeah. it, it's pretty much considered Northern California. So, so we, I told Mikey, Mike, yeah, I don't think it's a bad, bad idea, man. And, uh, and, you know, we get, we get to give uh, Rick that opportunity that he's been, that he's been asking for, for so long. So, so far, man, he pulled it off. He's, it, it looks like he's got everything, everything going very well. He calls me every day. He's been calling me right now since I've been I've been going live with you guys. So so I'll be calling him after. You know he he he's got so much things going on the week of the fight. You know stuff that that uh, that nobody else does. You know so we have to we also have to know that Rick had a lot to do with putting this fight in Fresno. No, and you know I I appreciate that. I mean Rick Rick has has a way of generating excitement uh, of generating everything needed. And he loves to surprise people. And uh, if he calls you one more time, Robert, put his ass on speaker. This is the fighter's voice, brother. I mean, <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll take that call. We'll take that conversation. Uh, he's he's good, man. I'm telling you, he uh, he works his ass off. He he, he doesn't sleep, you know, just because he's got to get things done. And uh, you know, he he's proved he proved it with Jose Ramirez. The hard work he's done with Jose Ramirez, yeah. and and Jose's also been involved, you know, with so many things. He's gonna be part of the event. Yes, Jose's also gonna help out. He's gonna help out on, on on some of our, you know, meet and greets and stuff like that to to try to get people people into the arena. You know, I know it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good crowd, but I know with Jose and Rick, the work they do, we're gonna have many many more people that we might we might might have not expected. You know, well, we're gonna be involved with with uh, you know with the water uh, situation and. In Central California, the farm workers, you know, everything, everything that Jose does for for his community, we're also going to be part of it. So I'm pretty sure we're going to get a really good crowd. You know, we had Jose on on uh, Tuesday, and uh, before he left, he said, "Yeah, I I'm looking forward to helping uh, my stablemate, uh, Mikey Garcia." Those were his, those were exact words. Didn't blink, didn't hesitate whatsoever, and he was excited because he wanted to share his ideas with him. Yeah, no, no. Jose is a great person, great friend, great person to have in the team. You know, he uh, he shows nothing but love and support to everybody in, in in camp. Exactly. Very well said. Well, Eric, I I, I got to tell you, Eric, you know which fight I'm really excited about. Honestly, I mean, of course, Mikey. And, I, and, I'm, and we're gonna talk about Mikey because I I got off the phone with, with Brad Goodman, and I want to tell you how that conversation went. But what fight I am excited for, and I know this fight is not going the distance, and that's Bam Rodriguez. I, I mean, I'm excited about that. I'm getting goosebumps right now. I, I can see I Bam just 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 rushing him and, and 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 just taking over. What was that? Who said that? Right there. That's yes. gonna be a really exciting fight. I can't wait. Hell for yeah, fight. you know, we we were you know pushing for for Bam to get that title fight, and uh, you know, Mikey helped a lot. He helped pull it off. You know, it. I don't even know if I. I don't think I should. You know, it's. Uh, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Go ahead, Robert. <laughs> Look, okay, you want to put Rick on speaker? Yeah, put him on speaker. <laughs> I don't know if he. I don't know if he wants to be on speaker. I'll call him later. We'll say hello. <laughs> we'll say hello. Okay, so check. So check this out. Check this out. Okay. So, so, 
you you guys know and you guys you guys have heard Mikey Mikey always wants big fights uh, against solid names. He never he's been offered fights before for very good money against names that might not be you know excited that do, that don't excite him. Mm-hmm. So so this fight against uh, Sander Martin from from Spain was one of those fights where he wasn't really too excited and uh, he. Uh, he came into the gym one day and, 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 and he told us, look, if it wasn't for Eddie Hearn that called me and told me that Bam was going to fight for the title, I was going to cancel the show. I, was, I wasn't going to fight. Mikey was ready that day. He was ready in the gym to tell us, you know what, Robert? I don't want to take this fight. This is just not the fights that I want to do. I want to wait for a big fight, maybe reach his program before the end of the year or early next year. But I really don't want to fight, uh, you know, this fight. But that same day when he was that he the same day that he was going to tell us that is when we got confirmation that Bam was going to fight for the world title. So that kind of forced Mikey to 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 fight. So that way Bam doesn't, you know, end up without without fighting for the title. So you know, Mikey tells us, you know, I'm more excited about Bam's fight than my my fight, you know, myself, you know. I, I really want to see Bam become world champion. You know, this kid, bro, honestly, my dad tells you in the gym, this gym is, un- this kid is unbelievable, man. This kid, you know, he's only, he's fighting for the for the 108 pound uh, title, but this kid could, I, I'm telling you, this kid could be a, a, a featherweight one day, a, a, a junior lightweight, a super featherweight, because he's, he's not that small, you know, when it comes to size. But he's so talented, man. So fast, so strong that he could he could eventually become a champion uh, at uh, at featherweight. Numerous you know, weight five, classes. Divisions, he could definitely be a, a five or six division champion. Yeah, he definitely is a, is a multi division uh, champion, a future world champion. You could tell that just from the talent that you've seen from from the fights that he you know he's had, and uh, he, you know he, he's I, I definitely definitely think that this fight is going to be you know what we're what fresno is really excited to see and and i'm glad that mike took the fight you know that just shows his character and one you know that he's willing to take take one for the team and, and make sure that his, his stable mates are you know are taken care of just as well as he is exactly that opportunity can, can you can you eric robert can you imagine both brothers headlining with both bouts in san antonio that that arena is gonna go freaking crazy. Well, it's gonna go nuts. Well, you know, I don't know if Mike you already made some phone calls, but Mikey's already working on that. You know, obviously we can't look past uh, but absolutely, absolutely, is a world champion, and he and he is, uh, you know, he just beat a, a solid uh, champion, you know, from Venezuela who was yeah. undefeated in like twenty six professional fights, and and he beat him. He knocked him out. So he's very dangerous. So we can't look past him, but yeah. we do have Joshua Franco as a world champion, yeah. and then we're all, we, we could we could plan the professor. You know, if, if if Bam wins, both of them fighting in San Antonio would be insane. You know, we know for a fact uh, a week or two after after the fight, if if Bam wins, we're gonna do a, a meet and greet in, in San Antonio where I'm gonna be there. You know, we're gonna you know have media and everybody there because it's a big deal. Man, it's a big deal. San Antonio is a, is a great uh, boxing city. It's it's shown nothing but support to their local fighters, but they've never had two brothers 
two brothers, world champions, and, and especially at the same time together. So if they could both defend their title in San Antonio, Mikey already already told us that he's going to look into that, and hopefully we can make that happen. Hey, man, why, why are you doing that? And I don't want to dis- distract him at all. But I've been trying to get Bam on the show for since forever. So I, I gotta I want to give him his opportunity, man. And I, I want to hear him. And I remember when I met him at, at your, your gym, both brothers were very polite, uh, very well-mannered, and, and just quiet. But when they were hitting the mittens, you could see the transition from, from the nice guys. They, they took the glasses off. to they were turning to little assassins, man. And, and I just knew... There was something special. Yeah, those kids are, are very dedicated. You know, they since 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 they started coming to training camp, and you know, with with Josh, it's probably been over five six years already. Uh, Bam, he's been pro for three three or four, and uh, Bam started co- tra- coming to training camps at sixteen. And and my dad always said, look, a a sixteen year old is still a kid, and him already leaving his home with his parents. Uh, friends, uh, brothers, sisters, whatever, and, and coming into a training camp uh, to spend two, three months at a time, that says a lot about a, a, a young kid like that. And uh, obviously with the skills that he has, you know, uh, it's, you know, I think the sky's the limit for this kid, man. This kid is is, is, is so talented. And, and, and not only that, he's talented, he's so dedicated. You know, he's, he's with the first one that comes into the gym Everybody finishes, and he's the last one still doing his sit-ups, still doing some jump rope. You know, uh, the only one that beats him to that is Virgil Ortiz. Virgil uh, comes a lot earlier and leaves a lot later. You know, but besides that, Bam is is, is next to him. You know, uh, he he trains like nobody else. He's motivated. He's dedicated. And, you know, and they're so young. You know, he, he just you know he's 21 and already fighting for the world title. And uh, it, it'll be great, man. You know, the kid has so much potential. I'm telling you, the kid could easily be five, six division champion, maybe even more, you know, in the future. You know, Pacquiao did it. Pacquiao started at, yeah. at 108. And, and it, Pacquiao be, back, came to become a super welterweight champion. You know, that, that's, that, that I don't think we'll ever see anybody accomplish mm-hmm. that. But, but I think Bam could do five, six, maybe even seven uh, weight division because he's that talented. Hey, you know him inside and out. I was shaking my head earlier, Eric, because I mean, okay, he's talking about his prospects, his champions, and then and then and then he just he name drops, you know, with Virgil Ortiz. I mean, that whole Virgil gym, Ortiz. that whole gym is just stacked with talent, uh, uh, prospects, contenders. How does it? I'm going to tell you right you, now, you Robert. Walk into that, you walk into that gym, and you don't know where to look. Exactly. Whether it's looking up at. At all the all the photos of all the champions that he's had lined up against the mirrors, you've got you've got banners everywhere that you're just amazed at. You've got a ring on one side, a ring on a whole different side of the of the of the, of the gym, and all within that, you've just got stars left and right. You've got the number one prospects in boxing. You've got current world champions. You've got the future world champions. You know, training right behind you. You have. Uh, uh, you just have everybody in the gym, and you just don't know what to do. You're, you're, you're starstruck, you're, you're stuck, and you just want to meet everybody and shake everybody's hand. And, you know, that, that's, that just wholly describes RGBA in general. And Robert's being so humble about it. Every single time that I went, <laughs> when I go there, freaking Showtime was leaving. 
uh, I went there another time. Uh, Fox Sports was leaving. They were there. I went there another time. ESPN w- w- was uh, shooting Jose Ramirez, which uh, they gave us a cameo, and I appreciate that, at ESPN. You never know who's going to walk through those doors or come out those doors. And then two days later, I'm, I'm thinking – I should have stood there because then I see Clarissa Shields there. I I, I see uh, uh, the MMA guy there. And, I mean, the who's who is walking through those doors. And it's cool to be on social media because you start seeing people tag the gym. Yes. And you're like, no way. That guy was there. No yes. way. He was there, yeah. too. And it's, it, and it's constant. It's constantly, man, there's no way that these guys were all here. And sure enough, they're all here. Every time I go, I like to just wait outside to see what might be driving well, I'll tell you what I want to see, and then I'm going to move on from this. I want to see the rivalry continue of these two great trainers. I want, like, Mark Wahlberg to walk in there one day and say, hey, Robert, train me because I'm going to have an exhibition with, with a Mario Lopez who's going to be trained by Mario Freddie Lopez. Roach. And, 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 you know, can you imagine Mark Wahlberg and Mario Lopez going at it? And that would be awesome because uh, Mark, Mark Wahlberg is, is – is a great uh, actor. He's a big boxing fan. From what I know, never had a chance to meet him, but you know, I definitely would love him to step into my gym because I know he loves boxing and I know he boxes himself. So definitely would be would be pretty interesting to have him in our gym. Hello, that that would be cool. And, and, and never never say never. You know, I, I got some more questions um, for, for Mikey, but Mikey's going to be on the show next Tuesday at eight thirty after his his workouts. But I, I do want to I do want to ask you this, Robert, because questions were coming in, and I'm gonna go ahead and bring it up. I mean, how, what was the conversation with your brother as soon as you stepped out of the car when when he just started uh, putting his foot on, on on the pedal? What what did you say to him when you weren't on camera when you when you got out of the car? That that's what people want to know. You know what? After, once I get out of the car, I'm like, oh fuck, I made it. So my next thing was. <laughs> My next question was, Let, let's get my sister. Let's get my sister. <laughs> so, so uh, I said, let's get Jackie, because that's my, you know, let's get Jackie, Mike, because it was scary, bro. That shit was scary. And we actually, we actually got my sister in the car too, you know. Mikey has videos of my, actually my two sisters. Mikey has videos. He, uh, Mikey just, you know, he, uh, he could be a fucking asshole, you know, he, you know, just to, <laughs> just to fuck with us. You know, he knows I, I will never do get in a car with him but he tricked me into it that time he told me it was something you know uh he put in the car just to make it stronger that it could help my my truck uh when i take my boat out to the lake and everything he says look this is gonna make your, your truck even stronger so he tricked me to get in he just wanted me to feel the power of that i don't know some machine or whatever it is that he <laughs> added to the car but i think it was just bullshit he just wanted to get me in the car and uh, once he went down the hill I, I knew it was going to be scary. That, that shit wasn't fun. <laughs> Those of you who don't know what we're talking about, what we're talking about, I, I guess it, it could be on, on YouTube or, or Mikey's uh, channel or Robert right. Garcia's channel. But uh, Robert got in the car with Mikey, and I believe it was one of his racing cars, a, a Ferrari or a Spider. I don't know. But just Robert's reaction when his, his brother was going from 0 to 90 in 1.1 second. I mean... Hey, that would do the same thing for me too, man. So I really can't say anything. I mean, you actually did pretty good. You would have did better than I, than I would have. You did do better than I would have done. Uh, that shit was scary, honestly. Believe me, that shit was scary. You know what? Uh, I'm not going to say which one of my sisters because it was two that did it, but 
<laughs> when, when she got out of the car, she peed her pants. Honestly, you know, it was it was that <laughs> that scary, you know, because uh, you know, my and Mikey's laughing about it. Mikey doesn't care. He's laughing about it. Plus, it, it wasn't in a track, you know, where maybe you you're a little bit safer. It was in a in a road up the hill where where you know there could be cars coming down. There could there could be a there's a lot of uh, wild donkeys that crosses the road, Damn. and uh, he just he just does doesn't care. You know, he's he's one of those guys that take. You know, he he's a risky person. You know, he he likes that 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 uh, that feeling, and he doesn't care. You know, I you know one thing is doing it by himself, but bringing me or my sister, my sister's uh, wasn't our choice. He pretty much forced us to get into it, and he had fun. Hey man, he he's just that type of guy. He's a four division uh, world champion yeah. and chasing five. When you have right. to be a little nuts to to accomplish all those feats there. Right, you're right. Well, Robert, I, I'm gonna um, go to some questionnaire that we got some some questions and some comments that that were brought your way. And uh, let me see. This is okay. We'll just go straight to this one right here from Regis Progray. Ask him what happened to me and Mikey. Regis, you know, you know that's the fight that Mikey wants, and I just said it earlier. Mikey didn't even want to take this fight because that's not the fight that excites him. But he took it only because Bam is fighting for the world title. So Mikey took it for the team. You know, he wants Bam to become a world champion, so that's why he took it. But you know, I know that he, he was gonna talk to uh, Eddie to see if they could put uh, put the fight sometime in December. I think we still got plenty of time. So, you know, that's the fight that Mikey wants, Regis. You know, he doesn't want to fight anybody else but you. You know, I believe that the budget wasn't there for, for, for any time around September or October. So that's why Mikey's taking this, this smaller fight. And like I said, Bam could become world champion. But besides that, you know, Mikey wants to fight Regis. I know Regis wants to fight Mikey too. I, I've talked to Regis. I talked to Regis' manager. Uh, a lot. We talk often, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, uh, Eddie Hearn or or anybody else. You know, Mikey. Mikey's not signed to nobody. Hopefully, hopefully, somebody could could put up uh, the the budget to make this fight happen. And we are hoping that it it it's before the end of the year. Mikey will get back to the gym. Hopefully, there, there's there's a lot of dates. There's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, Saturdays, like four Saturdays in December. So we could pick either one of those and. Uh, and I know Regis will be ready, you know. So that that's the, that's what happened, Regis. You know, not that Mikey's not trying to to fight you. Mikey wants to fight you in his next fight. It's just you know, the budget wasn't there to 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 pay you because you guys honestly, you guys both deserve to get paid. Uh, why would you guys take a cut? So let's wait a few more months, and uh, if if they could pull up the money, the fight's gonna happen for sure. Robert, what happens in that fight? You know what? Uh, it's a tough fight, man. I, I've I've got phone calls from different people, matchmakers, uh, and they've told me, you know, does Mikey really want the fight? Because that's a really tough fight. Regis is a very strong fighter. You know, I I I've, I've talked to people that have sparred him before, uh, and they tell me, fuck, you know, Regis is fucking strong. Actually, actually, some 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 people I know from Texas that have that fought him in the amateurs, and even in the amateurs. You know, they tell me that he was so, such a strong person. So so it's not an easy fight. But like I told you guys, Mikey, those are the fights that excite Mikey. You know, Mikey wants wants those those type of fights. You know, he doesn't, you know, he didn't want this fight that he's, that he, 
that he's taking. But you know, it, I, I also think it helps him uh, stay, you know, on a stay busy fight, get some rust off. You know, he hasn't fought in a year and a half, so it's also it's uh, it's also going to help uh, get his rhythm back. But uh, but if it was up to him, he'd be fighting Regis already. But they just couldn't put the fight together uh, so soon. So uh, it'll it'll happen. It'll happen, and hopefully it happens in December because that's what Mikey wants. Mikey wants to get it back right away, and uh, hopefully we can put it, put it together in December. Sounds good. I'm looking forward to that. Um, that'll be a great fight, a, a great matchup. And and Mikey does want the, the big fights that, that he can get up for. And, and uh, yes. Regis as well. I mean, I, I got to give uh, – uh, Regis some credit you know he could have said uh the first time I did mention it to him when he was on the show the very first time he said it'd be an honor to share the ring with with uh a Mikey Garcia uh, that yeah. was that was a, a years back and now yeah, it looks, it's it looks like it's gonna be reality I I uh I hang around with him in in uh in Colombia too you know it was crazy because it was in Colombia we we went to an amateur tournament and I was invited by the WBA and so was he and uh, we get we got to you know sit and talk and then hang out. And he's a great person, man. Him, his manager, they're they're both great people. And uh, it, it's it's awesome to have you know those those type of fighters fight each other and win or lose, still friends. Nobody nobody's you know talking shit. Nobody's you know hating yeah. anybody. That's what that's what this sport is all about. You know, inside the ring, obviously they're gonna try to beat right. the shit out of each other, but. Outside of the ring, you know, they are they're all gentlemen, and they 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 uh, they have nothing bad to say about each other. So it's it's great to have people like this in boxing. Exactly, show show class. I got another. Right. Um, here's a, a comment. This is from Showtime. Sean Porter it says, "Tell him I have the utmost respect for him and his family, and I look forward to having him." Okay, there's a plug. Okay, get on, Sean. I look forward to having him <laughs> on the Porter Way podcast one day. That'd be awesome. You know what? And, and and Porter and his dad. You know, I don't know him very well. You know, but uh, but from what I see and the way they they uh, they train and the way they fight, they're hardworking man. Man, they those are the those are. Those are the people that you got to be worried about, and 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 I'm telling you because there's been a few fights where where I pick, you know, his opponent, you know, thinking that he's not going to win, but he proves me wrong, and that makes me happy because somebody like him, his dad, who started off, you know, since the beginning together, and 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 they're always kind of like in the B side. And they go out there and 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 pull fights off. You know that that's that's great. You know I, I'm I'm very happy to see them. You know where they're at. And 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 now that he's got a big fight coming up, you know I you know I I, I wish him the best. You know I know he's going to be in great shape, and uh, it's going to him and uh, Crawford are going to put a a great fight for us fans, and uh, we're going to enjoy a great fight because I know it's going to be a, a hell of a fight. I was just about to ask you. I mean, how do you see that fight, the, the layout, and and what does Sean Porter need need to do to to neutralize the champ? Because the champ is just he's nasty in there. And the, and that's where and that's where I'm going. See, because it's happened before. I, I, you know, I hate to say it, but I I think I think Crawford wins. But I'd be so happy to see to see Spence pull it off. You know what I mean? Because he's he's a great person. You know. He's a great person. Always, always very respectful to everybody, to me, my team. Uh, always been great to us when we 
when we when we meet each other. So I would like to see him win, you know, pull off this big fight, probably the biggest win of his career. But I, you know, I I, I think uh, I think I think uh, Crawford's uh, a little bit uh, on on a different level. But uh, but his but uh, you know Porter's style is those styles that proves people wrong. You know, uh, Maidana versus versus uh, versus uh, Broner. Broner. Broner, there you go. Maidana versus Broner, you know, nobody gave Maidana, but his style, ugly style, dirty mm-hmm. style, and I think Porter does the same. You know, Porter could 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 pull it off, and, and I would be happy to see that. Well, Robert, I, I got to disagree with you on that one. I, I, I got I got Sean Porter on this one, and, and we, awesome. we probably we probably need to wager, a, I don't know, a steak or a, a, a dozen tortillas or something. Some, something good, man. I mean... You know, because I, I can see it. I, hey, I got nothing with, with uh, beef with, with Crawford. Crawford is pound for pound. The man is nasty. The man is mean. But I like the storyline of Sean Porter. Um, every time he gets in the ring, I mean, he makes his opponent feel very uncomfortable. Eric, you, you've, you've studied uh, Sean Porter before. What, what, how do you see this fight laying out? I see it actually going the distance. I think it's going to go by decision. I don't. I don't see any of these two uh, getting the knockout just based on their styles. Uh, I, I'm a huge fan of Crawford. I'm a huge fan of Porter. So this is a difficult fight for me. But unfortunately, I, I you know I, I I do think Crawford's going to get the get the win on this. You know I, I think his style is a little bit more different than we're used to seeing, and I'm not sure. And I'm hoping that Porter you know really studies that and really sees it. Um, but I think it'll be by decision. I don't think it'll be, uh, it's going to be an exciting fight. It's going to be a really, it's going to go the distance for sure. And, and I just think, you know, I think Crawford's going to come away with it, you know, and nothing against Porter, you know, he's a good guy. And and I, you know, him and his dad, you know, obviously they've done a lot of, a lot of work in in the business and, you know, but this is, this is going to be a really tough fight for him. It is. And, and Robert, I say that because I'm going to go with the underdog. I am. I'm going to go with, with, uh, um, you know, the, the side that, that people probably think that he's going to put up a good account of himself, but, but just come up short and, and I'm pulling for Crawford. Uh, this may be one of his last hurrahs where he just able to bring it because Robert, you, you know, as well as I do, he's fought the the best out there and he hasn't ducked anybody. No, you know what? Uh, he he hasn't. He's he probably has you know uh, better better opponents. You know when it comes to looking at their records. But I, I think uh, I think Crawford's skills. You know I, I think Crawford has great skills. He switches from lefty to righty. But I but I I also agree with Eric. I think it will go the distance and 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 it could go either way. You know it's gonna be a great fight. Yes, it I is. I think uh, Porter has a great chance of winning. But I I, I do pick uh, Crawford. Uh, I do give the edge to Crawford, but uh, but I'm telling you, I, w- I won't be surprised if if, uh, if Porter pulls it off because uh, he's a warrior, he's he's a fighter, he's he's he was raised to be a fighter, and 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 he's he's got no no giving up in him, and he's gonna do whatever it takes to win. So I know it's gonna be a great fight. I agree with you. Now this is coming from a Richard Torres Senior. He said, "Give him my best, give my best to the Hall of Fame coach." Robert Garcia. Hey, you know what? That that's great to hear. You know, I uh, never met them, never met him and his and his son. But 
but I know awesome, that, awesome uh, people, Robert. You have to meet them. They should be awesome so proud. People. You know what? Just just watching, you know, uh, the the news and all over social media, winning his first fight, uh, winning his second, going into the medals, uh, making it to the finals. It just, you know, we're from California. It just makes us so proud Absolutely. to have somebody, you know, with with uh, with a Latino last name, you know, Torres, representing the United States from a small town where where very few people know know where that's at. You know, yeah. it's it's, it's unbelievable, and, and I have nothing but 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 respect, love for for the family because they've worked their whole life for this. I know, you know, from what I've been reading, I know. I know the the the, the grandpa, the, yes. the great grandpa, were also boxers. So it's 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 great to hear that story. Now you know Richard winning a silver medal in the Olympics. That's huge. That's fucking unbelievable. And and uh, I am so so happy to say that they're from California. Uh, I, you know it, it's it's unbelievable. I lo I love it. I love that story. Nice people, uh, the mom, the dad, uh, the, the sister, very warm people. I mean, they, they made the trip. Uh, they've been on the show numerous times and just very warm people. Um, nothing has changed them. And uh, I wish them nothing but success. But, but I got to ask you this, Robert. What would happen if Richard Torres Jr. walked through the doors of Robert Garcia's Boxing Academy and he said, Sir, can you wrap my hands? Look, uh, uh, maybe uh, a few months ago or or so, I would I would probably say, you know what? I've never really trained uh, heavyweights, or I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, I work better with smaller weight divisions. But now I have a super heavyweight that actually just signed with with uh, with top rank and is making his pro debut uh, October 15 in San Diego on ESPN Plus. So I would be more than happy because we need sparring, and I know that you know they would both help each other very well. Uh, you know, Richard Torres, from what I've seen you know, in the Olympics, it would be an honor to have him just come and visit. You know, you're saying wrap his hands. I'm thinking sparring, but just just him visiting would be would be something great because you know you know I have uh, you know Esquiva Falcao who who. Uh, who who was uh, I think also bronze medalist, bronze or silver medalist. I have Misael Rodriguez who who got the bronze medal representing Mexico, which also made us very proud, you know, from from Mexico. But this kid is is from California. This kid is is you know representing our country and representing our state. So that's that makes it even more interesting for us that 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 are from California. That you know we are from the United States. It's 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 an honor to to know that there's a, a silver medalist close by, and uh, coming to the gym would even be <laughs> make it even better. It, it's an amazing story. Last time they were on the show, and um, you said they were more than welcome whenever they wanted to come by. And you should have seen the look on, on on Junior's face. He said it'd be an honor to go there. The dad said, "Hey, it'd be an honor to to show up." And I interrupted him. I said, hey, you two ain't going alone. You two are going. I'm, I'm going with you guys. So the, don't be surprised if you see a third party walking through that door, Robert. You know damn well I will be there if those two gentlemen walk, walk through that door. You guys are more than welcome. You know, it would be an honor to have you guys over here. Appreciate that. Now, th this next one's coming from Hall of Famer 
uh, um, Lee Samuels. I mean, he, he I'm going to keep it real. He asked about 10 to 12 questions. I mean, the man is, is, is as, as you know, a great publicist, a great journalist. He's been writing stories when, when we were in both uh, Pampers, uh, uh, Robert. He had one that really stuck out, stuck out to me in, in my mind. If you were to stop training today, or you weren't training anymore, what trainer would you choose to train your fighters today? Wow, that's Lee, man. I love Lee. That's a great question. I can't take credit for that. That's Lee Samuels, Hall it, of Famer. It is, it is a great question, but look, uh, who else but my son? You know, my son, Pita, my, you know, Chepe and Art, who are, you know, they're, they're learning every day. They're, they're disciplined to their job. They train hard. They, 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 they love winning. They hate to lose. So, you know, they're young also that, you know, all, all three are, are in their twenties, you know, mid twenties, you know, so, so they're, they want to continue winning. They want to grow. They want to get better and better. So I think I would have to choose, you know, the guys that I, I already have in my gym and, and that's my son, Pita, Chepe and Art. That's that's a great answer, and you know what? I, I really didn't give it that thought, but that's that that's a no brainer for you. It it, it really is. Correct. But but he made you dig down deep just just for that yes, second. Yes. I know you thought outside of the because, box. Because the first thing that comes to your mind is okay, fuck. You know <laughs> who who you want? You know, who you know you you think of top trainers: Freddie Roach, uh, Emmanuel Stewart. You know, rest in peace, Emmanuel Stewart, yes. or or Nacho Bernstein. You know. There's, that's the first thing that comes to your mind. Great trainers, but no, you know, I I I I, I want to pick uh, youngsters that that are disciplined, that want to accomplish. You know, all these other trainers have already accomplished so much that they don't they, they might not have the same hunger anymore. And these three kids, they they work their ass off. They want to continue building champions, and they want to continue being part of. Uh, RGBA and uh, and 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 they train their ass off. You know they work their ass off to to get nothing but wins. So those those will be my choice with you know without even hesitating. Eric, I I can concur on that. I mean that would be the direction to go. Yeah. I mean everything's there. Eric, you, you talked to me today. You shared with me a little bit today that that you never stop being a fan of Robert Garcia's Boxing Academy and just the whole family itself. You share with me, you know, when he held the mitts for, for you and, and you share also that story that, hey, when it came to one of your other friends, uh, you chose a Robert in, in a certain world title fight. I'm not going to elaborate too much, man, but now that you're working with him, are you, do you still, are you still that fan that even though you're working with him and you, and you guys are close friends? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. He knows that. You know, it, I never, I never stopped being a fan. You know, I, I knew Robert's history before I really knew Robert, you know, and, and I knew everybody at La Colonia, I, I studied them, you know, that, that to us was the competition. So we had to learn that. That's who, you know, when we went to these tournaments here and there, that's who we heard of, the, you know, all the guys from Oxnard, you know, Oxnard's going to get you guys. And that, that was our fear. So that's who we had to study. You know, we had to study the Vargas, the, the Garcias, yeah. the, the, you know, all these guys that were coming out. So, you know, watching them grow to what they've grown to today, it's, it's, it's been amazing. It's been a blessing. But, you know, Robert can tell you, I'm a, I'm a fan before a friend, and, and, and it's always going to be that way. I've learned so much from him from when I had the gyms, uh, you know, up here. You know, I, I took a lot uh, of what he was doing in the corners and what, how he was training the guys. 
and and his the way he motivated them and the way he you know kind of kind of molded them into this is what they have to be this is how they have to train you know i i took that to heart and, and i really looked at that and i instilled that in the kids that we had over here you know because right off the bat you know i i, I asked robert, robert you know we got the gym opening we got this going on i don't want to deal with throws i just want to i just want to you know i just want to deal with the amateurs because there's so much politics and so much drama and all this and he he kind of pushed that on me was like yeah but deal with the amateurs right now work with that because that's going to teach you so much more as a trainer you know yeah i got the you know the advantage of managing all that on the side but training was always my oh that's that's what it's going to be you know you know obviously uh, robert's been you know blessing me and saying hey you know come do some corners here come do this i study everything while we're there you know i kind of watch what he's got going on see how his spiders are, are doing it and whatnot you know, you know, just like he does, I watch videos after videos every night and just, you know, kind of see what we got going on, you know, and prepare my fighters for, you know, their pro debuts and whatnot. It's always been a, a, a venture. It's, it's it, again, it's always been a blessing. And, you know, like I said, you know, Robert's always been, I've always been a Robert fan and always will be. Uh, but it's been definitely a blessing to be his friend and, and you know, looking forward to, to working with him more in, in the future. And, you know, we, we've, Hopefully, got some things planned for coming soon. No, Eric, Eric, uh, you know what? Uh, but uh, like, 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 I'm pretty sure you know. I, uh, you know, I, I see you. I see what you mean about you know being the fan first. But honestly, to me, I, 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 uh, I like you better as as a good friend. You know, we're friends. We yeah. go we have right, right. together, not just like somebody that wants to be around me because because that's not the way you are. You know. You know, you say you're a, you're a big fan, but uh, but I like the fact that you come around not 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 being a little intimidated or, or trying to 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 fit in. You know, you come in because you're my friend. We hang out. We go have a beer. We we'll, you know, it doesn't matter. We'll fucking share the same bedroom in a hotel room if we have to, because we're friends. That's right. Not you know, not because you're because you're a fan. No, I I I rather see you and and I already do see you like that because. I, if I'm in Fresno, I call you, hey, come over, you know, I'm going to have these fights, and you're in there with me, you know, that, that's what's happened, and this, you know, coming show, you'll be part of it too, you know, hopefully you could come in a few days before, so you could be part of everything, you know, and actually, I'm going to, you know what, uh, before, you know, uh, before I forget, on on Friday morning, the day of the weigh-ins, I'm going to fly from Fresno to San Diego, because I have six fights in San Diego that, that, that Friday before, so... So I won't be at Mikey's Wayne's, but I I have to fly into uh to San Diego, work the fights for the top rank show, and then and then after that I'm gonna drive straight back to uh to Fresno after the fights. So I will not be at the Wayne's. That's where I'm coming. I'm gonna need help. I'm gonna be need yeah. some. I, you know what I mean? I'm gonna need yeah, somebody. No, and 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 who else? You know better than you? No, no, I thank you. No, no, definitely. You know, you, you can always count on me and. and... You know, I'll be there for the team always, and and like I said, you know, we, you're right. We, how many times have we gone to dinner, bullshitted all this stuff, and then we realize, oh shit, it's late. We gotta wake up the next morning for some fights. You know, so shit, shit happens all the time. But you know, it, it's been it's been a fun venture. You you've you've definitely been able to see everything that I've done. I've you know been very blessed to be able to see everything that you've done. And, you know, it, it it it's funny that you know we we've shared. One one thing I've always told you, and I've always told I always tell him this all the time, Rich. I'm waiting for the day that his fighter and my fighter fight. There you go. And how many times have I told you? 
oh, we gotta get <laughs> yeah. something, we gotta get something going. But I, I'm not gonna be satisfied until my fighter fights your guy, win right. or lose, I don't care. But I want that to happen one day, and Definitely. you know that that's always been a goal. For sure, and and, and that could happen pretty soon. Yeah, hopefully. That that could that could happen. I mean that that's great, and, and it will happen. I mean, it it, it needs to happen. And hey, I'm, I'm hey, iron sharpens iron, man. Robert, here's the thing, Robert. You are a very humble man, uh, but you have this effect on people. I, I don't know anybody who who honestly dislikes you, and if they and if they do, what reason? There is none. I mean, you were liked by many. I mean, Lee Samuels went on and on about you. Uh, Brad Goodman, uh, 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 Brittany Goosen always has good things to say about you and, and, and everybody. And, and see, the thing about it is, is, is you don't adapt to anybody. You, you just, you keep it real, bro. 100%. I've always said, I said it numerous times on the show. If you, if you want the truth, ask Robert Garcia a question. You know what? In, in this, uh, in this sport, in this world, nobody's perfect and everybody has made mistakes and uh and uh there's a saying in in uh in spanish and even there's even songs you know no soy monedita de oro you know meaning i'm not a golden you know uh token you know so everybody could like and love i know there's also you know some people that might not like me you know some people that might say something bad about me but they won't tell you all the good things i did for them yeah. either you know what i mean yeah. it's just the way this life is Especially in this sport, it's full of envy, full of you know people uh, wishing you bad, people happy to see you lose. It happens, and 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 not not in the real boxing world, you know, like you just mentioned, Lee Samuels, uh, Brittany Goosen, you know, they're great people, man. I love those people. You know, they're never gonna say something bad about me because they know me, they know better. But it's sometimes it's even your own family, even. If people that you grew up with, people that you helped before, but that won't mention that. They'll mention something that you might not, that you might have not done for them, and that's why they hate you. But they won't tell you all the good things you did for them. And and it's just part of life, bro. It's not, you know. I already know that. You know, I've learned so much from from my dad, especially this last uh, six months. Uh, well, yeah, going on nine months actually since my mom passed. Every day I'm spending it with my dad. We eat breakfast. We eat dinner together. You know, uh, my dad talks to me, and we've 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 talked so much that uh, that you know I've learned so much from life from listening to him stories that I had never heard before from you know back in Mexico uh, coming to the United States. You know all that. You know I I think uh, I think I've 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 learned how life this even more now that in this last eight nine months that i've been spending with my dad every single day i think i've learned more than probably the rest of my life well you have a man with wisdom around you and uh correct i mean you got a bachelor's you got a master's you got a doctrine from a man who lived boxing slept boxing went to work in the morning and all he thought about was getting off to come uh, home and, and train you and you talked about the sacrifice yeah. growing up you know you didn't get to go to the prom you didn't get to go out for, for the baseball or the football team but but your dad knew and, and we talked about and i've asked you before did you ever in your wildest dreams think that his his dream of having a world champion would grow to be where you guys are today Never, never, honestly, never. When, 
when I decided to start go training and becoming a trainer, I never, never really thought I would be where I'm at now. You know, I started doing it because I, I love to, I, I love the idea of traveling, you know, going to different cities, different places, uh, not having to make weight, not having to go to bed early because, you know, you have to make weight the next day or fight the next day. You know, I, I love that, you know, the traveling, the, the, the having to, you know, being able to drink a beer if I wanted to, or, or, or grab a hamburger if I wanted to, you know, things that I couldn't do when I was a fighter. So that's what kind of caught my attention, you know, just going, getting away and, uh, you know, doing stuff that I had never done before. But, uh, but, you know, now as a trainer, I, I got, you know, I'm not done, bro. You know, oh, no. you know, Bam is my next title, title fight and, and, and he'll be my fourth, my 14th world champion, but we got kids right behind them. You know, Virgil Ortiz, the moment that this kid gets a title opportunity, he's going to destroy whoever steps inside the ring with him. And, and, and it doesn't matter who it is at welterweight. I know he's not ranked up there with the top two or three welterweights because you got to, you got to, you got to acknowledge that Errol Spence uh, has done so much for boxing at welterweight division. Crawford has done so much. You know, there's so many fighters out there, even Ugas right now, as a uh, as, as a world champion, but but uh, I think Virgil can beat any of those guys, and and I think he will. So you know, I, I'm not done, you know. Uh, and then I got all these guys turning pro, man. I got kids turning pro uh, in the next two weeks on the top rank card. I got a few, another couple turning pro in Mexico. Two weeks after that, uh, we have amateurs that are that are very talented. I have my my nephew, man, Mikey's son, Django. That kid is six years old, and if you guys have seen some of those videos, him doing mates with my dad, I, I want to see him turn pro one day and 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 become a champion, you know. And 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 I told my dad, look, when when you when you seen Mikey become world champion, or when you seen Mikey turn pro, you were older than I will be when this kid turns pro at eighteen. So I still have twenty, maybe even thirty years more of of boxing. So. You know, I'm not done. You know, I want to continue doing this, and I want to continue building champions. And I want to, you know, if it's 14 in 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 in, in a couple of uh, weeks, I want it to be 28. You know, in the future, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to stop there. Well, I mean, everything is in place. You're not just building an academy; you're building a legacy, Robert. And that's going to be passed on from generations to generations. You have no choice, brother. The talent's all around you. You're you're obligated now because it's in your gene pool, man, and it's in your your kids' gene pool. So, the the name Garcia is is going to be a landmark when when right next to the word boxing. Definitely. I, I want to ask you this, man. I want to talk a little bit more about. Mikey's trip to Fresno in, in the whole fight. We talked about, I, I said, one of the fights that, uh, that I'm looking forward to, uh, fighters, uh, as well as a fight, is, is Bam Rodriguez. But but we also have the professional debut, the homecoming of Mark Castro, who's going to be on the card. Signed with Eddie Hearn, Matchroom Boxing. I'm very excited to see this kid live. I, I, I followed him as an amateur. I know his father. I, I, I know I know the, the kid. And, and talk about some, some talent in a well-rounded fighter. What's your take on, on the young Mark Castro, and where do you see his career going? You know what? I, I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was on his contract where where the zone was to put up a fight for him in, in, in his hometown. And look, uh, 
you know, now with Mikey and Bam on the car, you know, uh, you know, fighting, fighting on, on, on the big fights, he, he gets to be uh, on the card and he's going to be fighting in his hometown. So, you know, the kid for many, many years, you know, winning national titles in the amateurs. Uh, I've, I've known this kid for many years. His dad, I, I know very well. His dad is a good friend of mine. And, uh, and uh, I, I've been, I've been to his fights. I've actually, I haven't helped in the corner, but I've been in the corner with him when he's fighting with him and, and his dad and uh, Marcos, because Marcos is, is, is a good friend of mine. Yes. He, he's my former assistant when I had all my, my team in Oxnard. And, uh, and you know, and, and I love to see kids like, like him, you know, uh, get better and better and, and hearing him signing with, with Eddie Hearn and, and getting a really nice contract and, and, and seeing him fight on the, on the Coleman event on Canelo's card, you know, those things are huge for, for somebody, uh, like him, you know, so now fighting his hometown in front of, in front of his crowd, it's going to be awesome. You know, it's great to, to have him on the card and I'm, I'm, I'm going to have a great time, you know, with his dad, Marcos, the week of the fight, because we're, we're good friends. Big shout out to Marcos. Definitely. Good dude. I, I was talking to him today, matter of fact, this morning and, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're sharing some ideas and, and something special is, is going to take place when uh, uh, Mark enters the ring. And uh, I'll, no, I'll, leave, I'll leave it there. You know, you know, Mark Mark is, is, is talented. You know, Fresno's behind him. I, I know everybody's going to get excited to see him in, in the ring at, at his home. So it's going to be great. And, you know, and, and for me, seeing the dad, you know, having him since the beginning and working, yeah. you know, in the amateurs, there's so many amateur tournaments, amateur fights, where every weekend the dad is with the son, taking him to the tournaments, taking him to go spar, taking him to go just to regular local fights in LA. So that that's a lot of sacrifice. Marcos, you know, my 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 friend from Oxnard, Marcos been doing the same thing for many years. Now seeing him, you know, working the corner with Mark, it makes me happy, you know, because you know we grew up knowing Marcos. He was my assistant. You know, my wife and his wife are very good friends. You know. They, they, my wife actually goes to Oxnard, uh, and my daughter just to get their hair done by, by Marcos's wife. You know, they're, you know, they're good friends. They're very close. And, and, you know, seeing them, you know, fighting, uh, and, and, and the whole crowd behind him, it's going to be, it's going to be unbelievable. I'm, I'm very happy for them and the whole team. I'm looking forward to that. Eric, we, we talked about that and we, we didn't know, um, if he if he would uh, uh, and and when he would fight in Fresno and and this just fell in place. I, I'm glad Mikey did what he did and, and a lot of people get to benefit from that. And uh, you know you said even though he was in the contract, hey, better sooner than later. Yeah, no, it's yeah, great. No, it's gonna happen. Yeah, it, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. And you know to to piggyback off of what Robert said, Marcus is a really good trainer. You know, I brought him into uh, Stockton on a couple of fights uh, um, and. Every fight that he's out here, it's always good to hang out with him. Always good to to, to see him and whatnot. Um, so seeing Mark Castro on this on this card got me excited right off the bat. What got what got me excited was was that little information that that Robert shared with you off camera, and you said, "Okay, brother, no, no, call me after the show and, and we'll talk." And so I want to <laughs> say, but I, I I never I never will. I'm, I'm not that guy. But you know damn well I'm gonna call you tomorrow, Eric. And I'm gonna text you too, Robert. Especially if you sit there saying, "Hey, man, let, let me know what's up, man. Let me know what you need. What what, what can I do on my side, on my end?" But I, well, 
We'll, hey, we'll, we'll have to see. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of ropes that we'll have to get through and a lot of uh, hurdles and whatnot. But this has been in the works for uh, some time now. We, we've we've been trying to work some things out and, and get uh, you know some RGBA fighters in Northern California more. And, and we had a couple things that we had planned out, and then COVID hit, and it kind of messed it all up. Uh, but we've been little by little working on it, and uh, some dates got thrown out recently. But uh, I think once Mikey's fight got released, it kind of definitely threw a lot of things on the back burner because this was the more exciting fight. Yeah. This is the fight that we all wanted to see and we were all excited for. But there might be some new dates coming up here pretty soon. Robert and I still got to talk a little bit more, and right. you know, hopefully we'll be seeing a lot more things coming up here pretty soon. The year the year is still not over, so we'll we'll see what we got going on. Um, you know, you know this. Little tidbits that Rich got lucky to hear, but you know, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Robert, let me let me tell you about, about mine and Eric's conversation sometimes, because <clears throat> I'll hear something and and I'm not too sure, and I'll go, "Hey, Eric, have you heard any of this, bro? Or what's going on?" Or, uh, no, bro, I, I haven't heard. Or um, no, not really. Or hey, bro, let me call you back later. And then I'll find out Eric knew, and I'll say, "Eric, you knew this was going to happen. This fight was announced. <laughs> oh, what's going?" <laughs> what's going on and you go hey brother i really couldn't say anything but uh yeah um, um yeah he goes you may the, want to interview this guy I, he said you may want to interview this guy or, or this guy but eric's always hearing shit i'll shoot him the flyer and then i'll say oh this is going to get posted right now <laughs> <laughs> and i was like oh but i didn't know about it my bad yeah exactly exactly but um, you know what hey eric's a good dude that's my dude man and uh you know what i like to surround myself with, with real people I, I really do. And Robert, the very first time that I met you, and yeah, that, that was the, the time you were working a corner, but I got, hey, bro, I was in media for that second. I got started. I go, There's, I go that's fucking Robert Garcia. Because you weren't even supposed to be there, but I recognized you. And a lot of people did not recognize you because they go, who was that? Who'd you, who'd you just ask? Or who just, and I go, man, I go, Google him, man. I'm, I'm, I'm watching the fight or, or don't get in my lane right now because I, I, I was, uh, uh, I had tunnel vision. And, and, and here's the thing. I'll tell you this, Eric. That interview we did was jacked up. You know why? Because there was no light. I, I didn't want to lose him. I didn't want him to change his mind. I said, hey, can we, can we do this interview? And Robert said, hey, do you want to go in the light? And, and I go, no, no, we're good here. Brother, it was pitch there dark was in there. It was pitch dark in every, and everything, man. I just didn't want him changing his mind. I said, I finally got this guy next to me, a legend, and I get to interview him. I mean, that's how starstruck I got when I first met Robert Garcia in person. Because, Robert, I used to watch your fights, bro, all the time. I did. At the forum, I studied you. I watched you. I can say that now because I consider you a friend. And every time I go to your gym, you said, Richard, you're more than welcome. Whenever you want to come, bro, just let me know. And whenever I went there, you made me feel at home every single time. And you're welcome anytime, man. Right? You know that this is your, RGBA is your house. Well, I, I appreciate that, man. And I have nothing but respect. And and Eric's always looking out for you, man. Eric has your back. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to get off that already. But but Eric does have your back. That's a solid motherfucker in your corner right now. I know that. I'm telling you, I don't, you don't need to tell me, bro. I know that. <laughs> I well, do what I got to do, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, know, I'm catching the flight from Fresno to, to, uh, to San Diego. But I, I know that if I told Larry, you know what, I have to drive, he, he'll drive with me. I know that for a fact. That, that's do it. That's the do it. Yes. We've done a lot of late night shit in hey. Fresno. Might as well keep going, right? 
What shit? Who do you th- what shit? Who do you think's gonna sit in the back seat, brother? Maybe we'll drive to San Diego and, there, there, and back after. Might as well. Might no, as well. but but you do it, man, and, and you never uh, sell yourself short, man. Because uh, one of the questions that came in is somebody had asked. I, I guess there was one card, I, I believe, in uh, San Antonio, might have been that you had eight fighters on the card, or, yes, or close have, to seven uh, fighters on the uh, on the uh, on the on the San Diego card. You know, the main event, obviously, yeah. uh, Negrete, uh, what's his name? Um, yeah, he's fighting Joel Gonzalez. Uh, Navarrete, Navarrete. Yes. That's the main event. It's yeah. actually going to be a great fight. But we have uh, we have six on the undercard. Wow. Wow. So do you just go and change the jackets the uh, of the fighter, or you keep the same jacket on? Um, uh, how, how does that yeah, work, Robert? Jacket. I wear my own jacket. I never okay. wear nobody else's jacket. I wear my own jacket. <laughs> When it comes to Conor, because I have to, I also have to represent my guys. You know, my South Coast Mitsubishi. You know, right now, you know, Adidas, uh, Snack, uh, MTK. You know, I, I got to represent everybody, so so I wear my own jacket. But uh, but yeah, you know, we're we're gonna. It's gonna be Pita. Pita's gonna stay with Mikey uh, for the wins. But I'm gonna have uh, Chepe and uh, and Art help me out. Doctor Anderson. I think I'm gonna try to have him there as our cutman, so that way. You know, you know, we don't uh, have a hard time. You know, if, if I'm working a fight and Chepe needs to stay in the locker room to warm somebody else up, he's gonna stay. You know, that's the way we're gonna make it happen. You know, so so we're, we we've done it before. You know, there was this one show, and it was also a top ranked show. And uh, at the StubHub, we had uh, I think Brandon Rios fight, Nornito Donaire fight, but we also had six on on that on that card. That so all together, we had eight on that card, and. Uh, and uh, and we we were able to manage it pretty good, you know. No, that's good. I, I will say one thing though. When he see Joe Ochoa fight in, in Fresno, you wore uh, a thumbs up for Richie's shirt, and it had the fighter's voice in the back. And I remember that. And you wore that shirt in the ring in the corner, bro. And hey, I'll never forget that. Well, why wouldn't I do it again if if, if you want me to? I would definitely, bro. Amen to that. Hey, guys, before we go, I, I want to give a shout-out. Uh, th- this guy's from Stockton, California. He's fighting this weekend, and that's Wade Jones the third. I mean, th- this kid is undefeated. We'd had him on the show before. This kid's a, an awesome talent. He has a lot going for him. You know him personally, uh, Eric, and he's fighting this this Saturday. And, uh, hey, uh, here at the Fighter's Voice, man, we want to wish him well. Uh, Robert, I know you want to wish him well uh, as well because any friend of ours is a friend of yours. Definitely, no. Wish, uh, wish, wish him good luck, and uh, you know, hopefully he comes out with the win, and you know, just stay focused, uh, dedicated, uh, uh, you know, do what you train to do, and that's go and kick some ass. Definitely, definitely. Big, big shout out to Wade. I mean, him and his team—they're going to be doing some amazing things here pretty soon. Guarantee, you know, for sure, for sure, a future world champ, and you know, especially with his coach and and his trainers, and, and it's going to be a good fight. Team nasty, man. Team Nasty, they got it going on over there. They got some good things that are happening, man. They, they were on the show. Very, very nice people. Very warm people. And very appreciative, uh, uh, Eric. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Robert, man, I, I hate to say goodbye. It's almost like the Mickey Mouse Club. Here's the time to say goodbye. <laughs> right? But, I mean, brother, you, you've you never turned me down for an interview. You've always been a class act. You've always been 100% with me. I, I can't say enough good things about you, but but it, but it's the truth, bro. It, it's, it's the truth. 
Robert, when can we follow you? Uh, when's your next uh, podcast coming out? Uh, Robert Garcia Unfiltered. I think we lost him. Oh, he probably laughed, man, or, or laughed himself uh, off the air. But, Eric, you, you you know this as well as I do, man. I mean, that's one of the most honest dudes. I enjoy uh, watching his show, um, Robert Garcia and Unfiltered as well. And and he keeps it real, man. A lot of his things there, they're, they're unscripted. Uh, when topics are brought up, he'll give you his assessment. And uh, I listen. not only do I listen to the show, Eric, I learn a lot. No, definitely, definitely. Him and Pita, man, they, they've got an insight on, on, on the boxing. You got to fix that. Screen. That not a lot of others don't. And they're able to 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 voice it to the fans and to, in, in a way that they understand. Yeah. And it's, you know, obviously an amazing show. I, you know, I'm always tuned in and ready to watch as soon as they, they announce their their their, uh, their show's coming on. So, so it's a good thing. Two, two things happen. Either Robert just dropped the mic on us, which was cool. Or he answered Rick's call. <laughs> See, Rick's calling him right now, and Rick knows damn well he's supposed to be on the show today. So, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Rick is Rick. It's all good. Uh, we're going to have Rick on the show next Thursday, uh, by the way, uh, ladies and gentlemen. So you get to hear from the promoter himself and, and manager of Jose Ramirez. He's going to be co-promoting with, with Eddie Hearn in Fresno, California, and promoting Mikey Garcia's fight, along with uh, Bam Rodriguez. And uh, we also got uh, the young Mark Castro on the, on the card, promoted by Eddie Hearn in Matchroom Boxing. Eric, what do we have in the works? What do you got to say to the fans and followers, man? Because, I mean, I've been watching you, and we're going to leave it in a little while, but Dog Boxer's blowing up, bro. The whole apparel, the uh, the, the, the hand wraps, um, the, the the whole logo itself is doing well. Yeah, no, definitely. We're, we're definitely in the works for some stuff right now. Uh, we just did a collaboration with uh, Carrie Melendez and, and, and Gilbert Melendez over at the uh, – uh, El Nino Training Center. So we've got some brand new hand wraps that we co-signed with them and the Scrap Pack crew. As you know, the Scrap Pack crew includes uh, Nick and Nate Diaz and, and Jake Shields and whatnot. So we got that collab that just came out. Uh, we definitely got some hoodies that are ready to get printed up here pretty soon. Uh, I do want to say, uh, you know, unfortunately we did lose one of our, our founders, Gavin Lewis, uh, rest yes. in peace. We just lost him recently. Um, it's been a, a, a definite battle since he's left us, and, and we kind of didn't know what we were going to do next. We kind of scrambled on, on what we wanted to do, and, and we knew right off the bat that he wanted the brand to keep going and keep striving. Uh, we're very blessed that his, 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 his girl Sophie is stepping in and just really just taking it you know, to the next level where, where she wants to see it go as well. So you know, we're, we're going to be seeing some things here pretty soon. You know, The month of October is going to be – just extremely busy with events that I'll be attending. Uh, you heard it from Robert. I'll be, you know, everywhere from Fresno down to uh, Oakland to uh, who knows where at this point. I haven't even really got my schedule all lined up, but uh, you'll definitely be seeing Dog Boxer a lot at the events now, and um, hopefully we'll be seeing something here pretty soon um, as far as more collaborations with different people, and we'll see how it goes. Well, I'm excited about the collaboration with the Fighters Boys because we really got to sit down and we really got to uh, landmark this and, and, and make this happen. But I do want to take this time because I, I did speak to you when you did lose your, your close friend. A lot of people may not know who he is. Eric, right now, de describe what type of man he was. Gavin was Gavin's the type of guy that takes one thing and blows it up. Perfect example. Everybody wraps their hand with war tape. That's what he was known for. He made war tape. 
he made war tape what it is today. Unfortunately, there were some issues. He didn't get the full credit, blah, blah, blah. But everybody knew it. And to this day, everybody still knows it. So that's him. When Dog Boxer was first coming out and, you know, we were talking about, oh, let's do this, let's do this. He already had an idea. He already knew what it was going to be. And he said, just prepare for it. Before I knew it, we had more hand maps than we could deal with. We had more shirts than I even knew. And everything was flooding everything. And his main focus was this will be the most exclusive combat apparel that you'll ever see. Mark my word. Wow. I thought he was joking. Little did I know, you know, everyone from Ellie Setback, Mike Tyson, uh, Sugar Ray Leonard to, you know, the, the Nick Diaz had it on his shorts at one time. Uh, you know, the Gilbert Melendez of the, of the world, you, you know, majority of RGBA campus has worn it, has wrapped their hands with my hand wraps. You know, it, it, it flooded before I even knew what to do. And that's who he was. You could give him just a little piece of something and he would blow it up into the next big thing. You know, uh, he was quick to call you to make sure you were good. He was quick to, to make sure everything was taken care of when it needed to be taken care of. He was a man of his word. That was the most important thing. He was a man of his word. If he told you he was going to do something, he did it. He was a huge fan of the Fighter's Voice. Uh, he used to rock the Fighter's Voice shirts that I got him. Uh, you know, he was just a huge fan of, of, of boxing in general, MMA. He got me into the MMA game so big. Um, you know, he, he was just a fan of everything and, and everything that he, he absorbed and, and he, 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 he just absorbed everything around him, but when he absorbed it, 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 he didn't let it go to waste. He, he expanded everything that he could. If there was a market to enter, he entered that market just to see what it was all about. You know, so it was, it was a tough battle. You know, everybody says it. I'm going to say, you know, fuck cancer. Yeah. It was a, it was a tough battle for him. You know, we, we, we all struggled. We all got lost to a point where I kind of didn't want didn't want to know what dog boxer was going to do yeah. next. I, I really thought this is it. You know, I don't, I don't see it doing anything else. I don't, I don't think that's what he would want, but he made it clear. Oh no, it's going to live. And it's going to live way past both you and I, you know, and, and Lance, our other partner, he, he, he agreed. He said, no, we're going to keep it going. And it, it was tough. You know, when, once, once he passed, it was kind of, I was lost for a quick minute. You know, I didn't know what we were going to do next. And, and, you know, Sophie jumped in right away and was like, no, this is what we're going to do. This is what Gavin wanted to do. Gavin's not going to let us, you know, die down with it. No, he's going to, he's going to keep pushing us. And sure enough, you know, we're at where we're at right now. Very, very, very uh, uh, strong story, Eric. And I know he meant a lot to you. We, we spoke a little bit on the phone and, and I could tell by your voice and, and, and just that you were truly hurt. But I knew you wanted to do something. And, and this, this is just a crumb. If there's anything in the future, I know you got probably got something lined up, uh, something special. All you got to do is let me know. And, and, and we're in. We're, we're in both feet. Because if anybody knows anything about losses, I, I, I know uh, something about losses and, and personally. So I, I know what that means. And uh, I, I know that we need to keep it positive and the positive is through his brand, through his, his legacy, his name. And, uh, it is going to live on. He's going to live on. He, he's looking down right now. Oh, saying, no. He's saying right now saying, yep, that's Eric. No, he's looking down talking shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, he's yeah. Well, he's talking shit saying, how come, how come this isn't going further and further? How come, how come, you know, 
why isn't our corner cushions at this fight? You know, that that's how he was, though, you know. He he I would show him, oh man, look at we're gonna have this and this and this. Okay, but what can we do to make it even better? What can okay, but let's okay. keep going, let's keep going. That's how it was. So I know he's looking down, I know he's proud, you know, but I know he's still thinking, okay, but what can we keep doing? You know, what yeah. what else can we do? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Eric, we got a lot uh, to catch up on. We really do. I, and I've been saying it for a while, man. There's nothing like having live in studio. I mean, we had Jose Ramirez. We've had uh, Richard Torres. Yeah. And, and and we're going to be pulling some rabbits out of our, our, our hat, man, and do some things, especially when these fighters show up to Fresno, man. And I'm going to need your help and support because I appreciate Zoom. But if they're in Fresno, my backyard, their ass is coming over here in studio. I, I'm going to uh, designate that whole week. From the minute I wake up, I already told my producer, um, Mateo, that those days that we have, the Tuesday and Thursday, those might not be the times. It, it may be, hey, I, I have from 12 to 1 open. I have from 2 to 3 open. And I'm going to keep those times open. I want to bring the Mark Castros, the Mikey Garcias, the Robert Garcias, and, and the Bam Rodriguez's, hell, even the Eddie Hearns of the world here in studio. If, if you don't ask for something yeah. big, then you're not asking for nothing at all. There you go. No, it's going to be a good week. It's going to be a good fight week. You know, uh, again, big shout out to Rick. Always making things happen. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been to one of Rick's fights where I'm never impressed because every fight that I've been to that he's done, it's yeah. been more and more impressive. Every time I see him, I always stop him and say, God damn, Rick, look what you're doing. You know, look at this. Like, you know, he just laughs, he grins, and, you know, he's very humble about it. But, you know, big shout out to Rick for doing his yeah, thing. and. and, no. and it's going to be exciting. I mean, I'm looking, definitely looking forward to it. The man's a monster when it comes to a uh, uh, promotion. I mean, the, the guy is prideful where he is not going to let you out, outwork you. Uh, he probably has evenings where he's thinking, okay, what did, what can I do better? Or what did I not do on the last show that I'm going to do this time? I mean, he just outthinks you. He outworks you. And it just, just to be affiliated with him. And a lot of people, they'll, they'll have their views on him, but they don't understand when you're talking nonsense, he's working. He don't have time for, for bullshit. He, he doesn't. I mean, money yeah, can be really involved. Does. Money, you win it, you lose it. Time, you do not get back. Exactly. exactly. And like I said, he's really, really, a, a, you know, a, a, a really down-to-earth ass guy. Every fight that I've been to, he's always stopped, shook my hand, asked how everything's going, and then boom, he's off, off to the races again. He's you know, working his ass off and making things happen. But, you know, again, real, real big shout-out to Rick. Uh, you know, thanks for, for really bringing boxing back to Northern California. Exactly. Exactly. I'm looking forward to it too. Well, Eric, that's all that we have today, man. How can we follow you uh, on, on Instagram? You have a Twitter. Uh, how can we watch you and support? And especially, can you give us a clue of what, what dog boxers coming out with next? So right now we're definitely working on some new hand routes. You know, go to bed is our CBD line that we've always had uh, in the past. Uh, shout out to Carlos. He's made it, the, you know what it is today him and gavin uh so the next thing that we have coming out some new hand wraps that we've you know collaborating with go to bed uh, definitely you can reach out to uh, uh, dogbox athletics uh, on instagram and twitter uh you can reach out to me on dogboxer.eric on uh, both instagram and twitter um usually i'm more on the instagram thing than anything but uh yeah definitely give a follow uh any questions dm we're, we're always happy to take orders and whatnot and, you know Definitely looking forward to some collabs. You know, I know some fighters out there want to collab. We're, we're open to it. Trust me. You know, we've collabed with a lot of fighters in the past, and we have no issues, you know, helping out these, you know, up-and-comers. 
you're always uh, offering your help and support. And, and a lot of times, I mean, you share with me that you get those calls at 10 o'clock midnight and just to make things happen. That's the type of person you are, man. And, uh, you know, we got a lot of work to do, Eric. We got a lot of catching up to do. And, and, and we've talked many times. We're going to continue to, to press forward. But, uh, you know, knowing you and, and, and being uh, your friend, it, it means a lot to me. I, 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 from the very first time that, that, I, that I met you there. And uh, along with Robert, man, and we got a lot of things to do. And, and just to be a part of it, to be a part of what you guys are doing, it's, you know, I'm flattered, I'm honored. And, and you know, we have the platform, and this is exactly what it's for. No, definitely, definitely. I, I don't think a lot of fighters realize this is their platform. It says it in the name, the fighter's voice. You know, It's theirs. I always tell fighters, man, that's, that's the show you want to be on because little do you know that that's going to, you know, you know, we see it as an escalation in their career, but it, it really does. It really does bring out a lot in what these fighters can say and what what they can do. And you know, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of fighters on your show, and I've you know, I've actually caught window fighters I didn't know about on your show, and it, it's always been a good thing because I've watched them grow and grow and grow. And it's you know, I I only see a lot of good things in the future for the fighters' voice. Obviously, you know, we're collaborating with Dog Boxer together as a sponsor, and you know, it, it, we can only see it growing bigger and bigger, and I'm. Really super duper excited that you know we got some in studio, and uh, looking forward to being down down in your area and, and getting some studio time with you. Hey man, I'm looking forward to it too, man. Well, now's that time that bro, we we got to cut it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host Richard Ortiz. I want to thank our guest today, uh, Eric Dogboxer. Um, I mean, taking his time here and sharing his story and sharing his story with his friend and in the whole dog boxer and the whole war tape and. Also, the future Hall of Famer. And a lot of times people forget that he's a former world champion and took the time to, to grace the microphone with us. And that's Robert Garcia. We got a great show for you coming up next Tuesday. We got the main event. Uh, Mikey Garcia will be with us at a special time. Not 6 o'clock, but a special time of 8.30 on the Fighter's Voice. That'll be next week, next Tuesday. And also the promoter himself who's making it all happen, man. And, and just a grinder when it comes to his work. Ethic, and that's Rick Morrigan is going to be joining us here also on the Fighter's Voice. And remember, don't forget to subscribe. That's www.youtube.com slash the Fighter's Voice. Remember, every fighter has a voice, and so do you. It's a wrap with my man, Eric Dog Boxer. Thumbs up for Richie.